Let's get this party started. Welcome everyone to Tinsel Tunes. I'm your host Dwayne and it's great to have you here for September's episode. The first of the Burr months. But for us down under, it's not very Burr in regards to the weather that is. It's springtime for us. Daylight saving starts in a few days. So, more time to work on my Christmas outdoor light display. I know it might sound weird, but to me, it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. But I don't really need to discuss the burn months, do I? I mean, you've heard that on almost every Christmas podcast. But did you know there are about 40 of us? To find out more, make sure you listen to the latest episode of Christmas Clatter, where Todd goes through the whole list. I found some I hadn't heard of, and I'm sure you will too. As usual, the link will be in the show notes. Speaking of which, one podcast I do listen to regularly is Sleigh Bells and Mistletoe. And in the latest episode, Ricky and JJ of Christmas Music News go into great detail about all of this year's new Christmas releases. So rather than recycle the same info here on this podcast, go over and take a listen. I'll leave a link in the show notes for this one as well. So after that very short introduction, let's get into the episode, which of course, as the title says, is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. If you google what the oldest Christmas carols are, one of the oldest is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And the story behind the song is quite an interesting one. Did you know it actually had three different tunes? Written back in 1793 by English teacher Charles Wesley, with some changes by preacher George Whitefield, both gentlemen were founding members of the Methodist Church. It was originally titled Hymn for Christmas Day, and the opening line was, Hark how all the welkin rings, and this is where George Whitefield comes in. Fourteen years later, in 1754, he changed the line to Hark the Herald Angels Sing for his book titled, Collection of Hymns for Social Worship. He also removed two verses, and they go, Come, desire of nations, come, fix in us thy humble home, rise the woman's conquering seed, Bruise in us the serpent's head. Now display thy saving power. Ruined nature now restore. Now in mystic union join. Thine to ours and ours to thine. Second one is. Adam's likeness lordy face. Stamp thy image in its place. Second Adam from above. Reinstate us in thy love. Let us thee through loss regain. Thee the life of inner man. O to all thy in part, formed in each believing heart. The third change came in 1782 for the publication of the Tate and Brady's new version of the Psalms of David, where the opening lines, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to the Newborn King, is added to the end of each stanza. It is this version of the lyrics that we commonly hear today. Interestingly, there is an estimate that Charles Wesley wrote about 6,500 hymns in his lifetime. In fact, the lyrics were inspired by the Bible. In particular, 
Luke chapter 2 verses 13 to 14, which you may recognise as the reading made by Linus in the Peanuts Christmas special. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. The lyrics weren't the only change. The tune changed three times as well. I bet you didn't know that the first tune this hymn was put to was Amazing Grace. Then many years later, the tune changed to Christ the Lord has risen today. Then two other men became responsible for the version we hear today, William Heyman Cummings and Felix Mendelssohn. William Heyman Cummings is credited in 1855 with linking Mendelssohn's tune, which is an 1840 cantana called Festesang, which means festival song in German, in particular the second chorus. The tune was actually written to celebrate the invention of printing. Before Mendelssohn died, he made it quite clear that his music was not to be used for sacred purposes. Well, I guess William Cummings ignored that request. So here we are, 165 years later, and we have been graced with countless versions of this song. And here are just a few versions as suggested by some of our listeners. Before we do, I hope you're all enjoying my call out to feature your favourite versions of these songs. But have you thought, hey, he's missed so-and-so's version? That might be because you didn't tell me. Don't forget to follow the Facebook page or the Instagram feed and watch out for the post asking for your input. I usually post in the first week of the new month. So first up from Facebook, from Alonzo Duraldi. Are we counting this one? And this one was used in A Wonderful Life. good friend, in fact most of these people are our good friends, but Tim Babb is, am I really going to be the first to post the Peanuts version? And Glenn from Seasons Eating Podcast says, definitely have to pick the Charlie Brown Christmas version. Todd Killian 
from the Christmas Clatter podcast says, Well, since Tim posted my favourite, I'll give you one of my very close second choices. Mariah Carey from her 1994 Merry Christmas album. This version has great going to church vibe, it's soulful, and of course, has signature Mariah vocals. Todd's wife Holly Killian suggests this version from Rascal Flats. Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God and sin Child, joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. Next up is a suggestion from Adam, who of course is the host of the Merry Christmas podcast, and he says an interesting British one came from the teen pop punk band Busted. Mary Polte says the Mannheim Steamrollers version. The arrangement with the trumpets is amazing. So let's take a listen. Jerry D of the Totally Rad Christmas podcast says I'm a sucker for Nat King Cole's version. Nothing crazy or different. Sorry. Hot the hell angels sing Glory to the newborn king Peace on earth and mercy mild 
God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations rise Join the triumph of the skies With the angelic host proclaim Christ is born in Bethlehem Hark the hell angels sing Glory to the newborn king But she also loves the Frank Sinatra version Frank always represents a traditional Christmas, one I have in my imagination where everything is perfect. It brings out the sentimental feeling for which I have no actual memory but a societal one. Long-time listener and friend of many of the podcasts, Rachel Paul, goes, I usually prefer classic versions, but I couldn't help loving this one from the Pentatonics. And from Instagram, Megan Lawrence, 87, she also loves the Pentatonics version. She says it's not a traditional version, but so much fun. And Brandon Sears says, I love Bad Religion's version. Scott and Jay from the Jingle Jangle podcast says, We thought you would enjoy a more obscure version, so here's Johnny Cash. And now, some of my favourites. From Matthew Green's Orchestral Rainbow, which I've mentioned a few times before, here is their version.
I also like the version from King and Country. Hark the angels sing Glory to the newborn King And before we wrap up this segment, here is some early mentions. There are so many other excellent versions out there, far too many to sample here. I implore you, if you haven't heard them, to go check them out. But here's Celtic Woman. The Mormon Tabernacle Choir. And Amy Grant, just to name a few. And of course, Bing Crosby, Perry Como and many, many more Golden Classic artists have also covered this song. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening all the way through. I hope you found another version of this song that you liked. And remember, if you wanted to add to any of the versions of the podcast that I put out, don't forget to follow the Facebook page or Instagram and watch out for the post and enter your version into the comments. Right, so I'm off to go and build some more items for my lighting display and listen to all the many Christmas podcasts that are out there now. So, as usual, take care of each other, be excellent to each other, and rock on. And Adam Parker... No, Names... So hard, even the easy ones. Long-time listener and friend of most of the podcasts, Rachel Paul says, I usually prefer Christmas classic versions. No, she doesn't. She doesn't say that at all. She actually says she prefers classic versions.